The psychedelic revolution is here. If you want to integrate your visionary experiences into your purpose, get clear on your entrepreneurial path and help people while you do what you love, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to The Psychedelic Entrepreneur, medicine for these times. I'm your host, Beth Weinstein. I'm a spiritual business coach, three-time entrepreneur, and a lifelong student of psychedelics and sacred plant medicines. You carry your own unique medicine, and your medicine is what we need for these times. This podcast will help you to share your medicine so you can create transformation in the world. Listen in on conversations with psychedelic leaders, change makers, and conscious entrepreneurs who are living proof that a better world is possible when you follow your heart and live in alignment with your soul. Hey there, welcome back. Before we begin, I just want to remind you to leave a review. If you enjoy anything about this podcast, I'd greatly appreciate a review on Apple or subscribe on YouTube. It would really help this podcast get discovered by more people and help more people learn about psychedelics, sacred plant medicines, purpose, and conscious entrepreneurship. So thank you. So today in this solo episode, I'm going to be talking about this concept of having to heal first. (laughs) So I've been hearing this for years from potential clients and even current clients who are inside of my group mastermind program or work with me privately, where very often they feel this need to have to fully heal before they can help others heal. So first things first. Stop healing. Just kidding. I don't I don't mean it like that. Um, I just want to start with one concept that there's actually nothing to heal. Um, yes, of course, we all know that there's trauma and the human experience is one that is um, you know, just an inevitable part of the human experience, includes suffering and sadness and anger and jealousy and whatever other feelings you might experience. It's called being human and there's really nothing you can do about it. We can't get rid of these feelings. They are part of the full experience of being human, which has to include, you know, these um, what we might call like negative feelings. Um, but here's the thing. So I've, I've heard people say this to me, you know, like when they're thinking about starting up, uh, let's say a coaching or healing business where they want to help others, they say, oh, but I can't help someone until I've helped myself fully, or I can't help, I can't be a healer until I've healed. And I've written about this a lot for a few years. I even have, um, I think some blog posts on my website and I've written emails to my community about this. And I say, show me a human who's alive right now, who is fully healed. Even the Dalai Lama, who's probably one of the most, um, you know, enlightened human beings living on the planet right now, will probably say that he's not fully healed because he's here learning and growing and experiencing. And he still has, you know, the feelings of um, sadness and anger and whatever else he feels. So, I mean, it's like, who is truly fully healed besides um, the Buddha or Jesus, right? These ascended masters. So... Like, let's just get that across first. Um, A second, here's the thing. There's, you know, when I say there's nothing to heal, I mean, you know, that that sounds a little controversial, but 
yes, there is this aspect of wanting to grow and feel better and get past everything that's stopping us in our lives. And maybe this is the path of healing. But at the same time, you are actually perfect exactly as you are right now. I know you don't believe that. It's very hard for a lot of people to believe like, oh, I'm not perfect because I still have issues. But the reality is you're always going to have issues. Again, this is part of the human experience. There's no way to really run and avoid your issues. And actually, the true healing process is to embrace them all and to see them with love and acknowledge them and bring them to the forefront instead of pushing them away and wanting to get rid of. You can't ever really get rid of anything. Um, it has to be integrated. This is what it means, integration, to fully integrate You know the, the dark part of yourself, the shadow aspects of yourself. This is the path of healing. But what I want to talk about today is this concept where people feel like, oh, I can't really help others because I'm still helping myself. And um, I want you to know that even the greatest of all teachers and healers and coaches and shamans and meditation gurus or whoever, you know, whoever you follow out there, they're always on their own path of healing and um, learning and expanding and growing themselves. So um, take, for instance, I, I work with a coach. She's done a lot of work on herself. Her business has blown up. She does about, um, I don't know, 15 to $20 million a year, you know, and she's quite young. She's in her 30s. So, um, but the reality is she still has mentors. She still has people that she's working with. She's still doing inner work on herself. There's still something to learn. There's still a path to growth, even if her business is great, even if she has a great relationship, even if she's emotionally regulated and her nervous system is calm and regulated. Yes, of course she goes through challenges and ups and downs and um, things that don't work out. I mean, this is part of life. So, you know, there's there's this there's this sense that a lot of people have where they feel like I because one of my one of my current clients said this to me the other week. She said, well, I'm still on the path of healing. And I said, well, you're you're actually as long as you're on this path of healing, you're going to be on this path of healing probably the rest of your life. I mean, I don't know many people who start on the medicine path and a spiritual uh, self-growth personal development path and then just quit. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you get to the point where you slow down and maybe don't do, do, do. It's not about like the doing and more, 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 or more, more medicines and more healers and more coaches and more guides. I mean, I've definitely slowed down over the years, although I do have a lot of support in my life. Um, you know, but I'm, I'm not on this like mission to be a perfect human being. I'm just, you know, here to constantly be looking inward at myself and asking, you know, what is it inside of me that's stopping me from creating the life that I want? So yes, there is an aspect of doing, you know, doing the work, but then it's also like, there is no work to do. You're just a human and it's life to be lived and enjoyed and and really bringing it into this place of integration and um, acceptance and love. Um, there's a book I actually recommended to not only this client who said that to me, but all my clients by Matt Kahn called Whatever Arises, Love That or Love This. Whatever Arises, 
no, sorry. <laughs> whatever arises, love this. And it is about this idea of, you know, whatever it is that's inside of you, whether it's you feeling like, I need to heal, I need to heal, I need more, I need more, I need more medicine, I need more, you know, dietas, I need more of this. It's, it's not about that. It's actually about bringing it into the light and, and really treating it like a baby that needs love. These parts of yourself that you're looking to heal, you know, these the trauma or the patterns in your life or, you know, the habits or um, the defense mechanisms that are getting in the way of whatever it is you want, you know, the patterns that constantly repeat over and over and over, the loops that you get in. These are really just wanting to be seen and integrated. And that actually is the path of healing it. It's not about um, pushing it away or wanting to stop it or wanting to get rid of it. And here's the thing. Um, when you, cause I, I've talked to my clients about this. I've talked to potential clients about this. The interesting part is when you actually start to shift your life into a path of service to others, meaning giving and helping others and going beyond just helping yourself, you know, so you might've been on this path of healing for the last 10, 15, 20 years or your, your whole life, whatever it is. And maybe now you're like, okay, I feel this call to help others. The reality is you're still going to be on your journey, like, like everybody. But now that you're shifting into a place of making it beyond just you and your, what I call my personal drama, you know, it's like it goes beyond just you and all your issues and your sadness and your depression and your anger and your patterning and your defense mechanisms. It's like when you start to make it about other in service to other, in service to the greater good, in service to the whole, what happens is those issues that you've been spending all this time healing, they actually start to heal on their own. They start to dissipate. They start to have less charge and less hold over you. And what happens is the healing that you've been searching for all this time actually is exponentially um, more, let's, let's say, more effective or exponentially, um, you know, the healing happens at an exponential rate when you're giving to others and making it about the other, about service versus me, 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 me. And I personally believe this is actually one of the answers to creating a better world for all and creating a transformed planet. Meaning if if all the people on this kind of path, the healing path, a spiritual path, a personal development path, a growth path, a medicine path, whatever you want to call it, all of the above, if everybody, you know, shifted more towards how can I help others? How can I help this planet? How can I, I serve the earth? You know, this is something I ask myself and I ask, um, you know, what I believe in, uh, great creator every day. And I ask the earth, you know, I speak to earth and I say, show me how I'm here to serve. Like use me as a vessel. I don't even care what it is I'm here to do. You know, it's like you are here to just use me as a vessel to serve why, what, in whatever way that I'm here to serve during this, this incredible time that I've been incarnated with this gift, this one gift of life. And the more you can just come back to that place of like asking, how can I be of service? How can I be of help? How can I support others? How can I contribute to this planet? And it doesn't mean that you're here to necessarily save, you know, thousands of people's lives. I mean, maybe you are, but maybe it's just something as simple as putting your artwork out there in the world. Maybe it's something as simple as 
finally recording your music and sharing it. Maybe it's something like um, planting a garden and just enjoying it and giving food to your family. You know, it doesn't have to be like, oh, I have to be the uh, world famous coach that has billions of followers and I have now taught, you know, 10 million people how to do something. No, I mean, not everybody is here to like essentially save the planet or be the next Dalai Lama. Um, I mean, of course, go think big. Please be limitless because we are limitless human beings and there's a potential for anything like and we don't even know our potential. But my the point of this episode is really to have you understand that there's nothing there's nowhere to go. There's nothing to get to. There's not one place to get to before you can then help others. And what I always say to my clients, you know, when they bring up things like this, like, how can I coach others if I'm still learning? It's like, well, how do you how do you know when you're ready to help others? Like, what is it that lets you know, okay, that day is the day I'm going to be ready to have clients? What is it? You know, what's the indicator? I'm curious. Like, write it down. Use this moment. Write it down. Like, what is the, the one moment you will know, now I'm okay. Now I'm enough. Now I'm healed enough. Now I've done enough work that now I can help people. It's like, well, do you need to go through 25 years of trainings first? Do you need to have done 50 free coaching sessions before you can go and ask for money? Do you need to have, um, I don't know, drank ayahuasca 300 times, but like 269 is not enough? You know what I mean? Or let me, let me guess. Like, it's like, okay, maybe when you've done breath work a hundred times, then you're okay to teach breath work to people. I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. This, this, world that we're in is, no, I shouldn't say this world, the human experience, right? So the human experience is that we, we all have limiting beliefs, right? We put these limitations around ourselves, around our lives and tell ourselves these stories of why we're not capable of X, Y, or Z, or why we're not enough, um, you know, X, Y, or Z to do something or to be something. And Usually what I found over the years, when people tell themselves these stories about I'm not healed enough or I haven't done enough training or enough work on myself in order to help people, what that actually is beneath the surface is a wound that's running you. And don't worry, it's running most of our society, um, you know, this, you know, including myself on some level, like I'm very aware of where my wounds are. But what happens is you know, it's like this wounded child is running in the background and running your patterning and running all the decisions you make for yourself. So very often this feeling of um, having to do more healing or having to do more training or not being enough is coming from this deeper level underlying wound of not being good enough or not being worthy enough or not feeling, um, you know, perfect enough which if you if you break it down and you just keep going deeper deeper like what's beneath all that like what's beneath this feeling of i need to heal more before i can help others okay so it's like here well what what where's that feeling of healing coming from like that feeling of needing to heal needing to heal needing to heal needing more needing more needing more um and i only know this from my own experience trust me like i've been on this path for a very long time where it's like okay 
that didn't do it. Well, let me try the other thing. And it's like, it finally gets to a point where you realize, you know, yes, all of these tools and medicines and, you know, supports that we have are, are beautiful, but really there's, there's nowhere to get to and there's nowhere to go because you are inherently perfect as you are now. Meaning like, okay, I am perfect in this very present moment. Yes, of course, I'm going to grow and expand. That's part of life. That's the journey. You know, that is part of the human experience. But um, the more you can actually start to ask yourself, like, what is beneath all of this? Like, what am I trying to really cover up? What is this, this mechanism that's running? And very often this need to do more and more and more and more is actually coming from this core wound of not enoughness or um, not feeling worthy or, you know, maybe there was a programming in your upbringing or, you know, ancestral, it doesn't even matter the story of where it came from, but there was something in you from a very young age that believed like you're not worthy enough. But the reality is you're worthy of everything you want and need and desire, you are worthy of it right this very second. Doesn't matter if you've healed for two weeks or, you know, 25 years. Like, it doesn't really make a difference. You are a worthy human being, period. And that's really a hard concept for most people to even grasp, you know, especially when there's, um, you know, a lot of people on this path of healing and growth and medicine work and personal development. There's just this, this, constant like need for more. But in the end, um, it's like Eckhart Tolle said this in, I think he's, he wrote it in the New Earth book. I don't know. He wrote it in one of his books. I don't know which book because I, I think I've read them all. Um, where he said something like, you know, someone was telling him about a very fancy retreat at like a place like Esalon. And um, he said, look, like the only thing, you know, like he said something like, uh, if you just spend one year listening to your breath, you know, listening to your breath right here, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, and just listen to your breath, that would actually be much more effective than spending, you know, $25,000 on 10 different retreats at all these like amazing spiritual centers around the world, you know? And he does have a point. It's, you know, the path of least resistance, the path of simplicity is the right path. That is the full path. That is the only path that you actually need. It's like even with ayahuasca and psilocybin and all the other amazing healing medicines, um, you know, they all bring you back to this very simple place of like one concept, which is we are love. Like you are love, we are love, and we're all interconnected. Like that's kind of all, all of it. That's every spiritual teaching in a nutshell. So why do you really need more? You know, why do you need to go sit with toad medicine um, every six months to just remember that you are one with all, you know, to remember that you are God consciousness? It's very simple to just remember it if you can just tap into it every single day. Go sit quietly for 20 minutes, you know, doesn't have to be a formal meditation, but just go sit quietly or go, go out in nature, go sit there and stare at an ant crawling around. I, I always love using that analogy um, because I've had the most profound experiences just sitting there staring at like a leaf blowing, you know? It's like, it's always the path of least resistance. It's not the path of more, more, more. 
Um, so this is, I know, probably resonating with a lot of you. And I know this because I'm, you know, I've spent my whole life on this path. You know, I've been working with psychedelics since I was quite young, since I was a teenager. I've been on a spiritual um, exploration path since around, you know, my teenage years. And I, I've studied this. I've done all the things. I've done all the medicine. I've done all the silent retreats and the meditations and everything. And I, you know, and I still do them to a point. But but now there is this knowing that it's like, well, all we need is the present moment. And all we need is this realization that I am love. I am God consciousness. I am I am God. And that's that's it. So everything's actually okay and there's nothing really to heal. I think it's a lot of this is the construct of the ego that just, you know, wants to keep us, you know, feeling bad and staying small and playing small and limited and in our fear and in our doubts and in our disbelief. And it really takes being vigilant to get past all these um, limited thinking, this this limited thinking of um, that I must heal before or I must do more before I can help. And it's like, well, if you stop and take a look at it, the reality is we are here on this planet during a very interesting, challenging time. We are going through a lot of changes. There's Everybody can feel this. There's waves of energies and um, challenges coming and going like up and down and up and down. And we're going to be feeling this for a while. So what are you waiting for? Like, why are you waiting to heal before you can help others through this transformational time? You know, if you have something calling inside of you, don't wait. Don't put it aside because what's going to happen? It's like, are you waiting to be 80 years old before you can help people? Are you going to wait until you make a, your first million to then be able to go do what you want to do for a living? I mean, it's like you're just going to be stuck in this this cycle, of, in this loop, and you're never going to get out of it unless you actually choose the decision to stop and say, okay, what is the truth of my heart? What do I really want in life? And, you know, am I okay to just start on it now? And the answer is yes, you are perfectly, beautifully okay and beyond okay. You are absolutely perfect exactly as you are now. So stop the healing and start the service, start the helping, and you will actually see how much this helps your healing and expedites this path of growth and personal development in itself. So I hope this has been helpful. I would love to hear what you think. I know this might be controversial for some people, and I always find it really um, interesting that the irony is on this this podcast where I speak about the interconnection between psychedelic sacred medicine's purpose and transformational entrepreneurship. I'm also saying, like, you don't need any of it. You just need to go do it. But that is the truth. You know, it's like when I when I stop to tell the truth of of this world and the business and how it really works and how you can actually make a lot of money doing work that you love, it's actually the path of super simple least resistance. So stop overcomplicating thing, things, stop doing, 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 and just be present and be in your heart. And that is the path. That is the answer to everything. So I would love to hear what you think. Again, please leave a positive review or any review, really, if this podcast has had any impact. And please be sure to share it with others. This is how we can reach more people and create transformation on the planet. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day. I'll see you next week. I hope you enjoyed the episode. 
If you're feeling inspired, I'd appreciate it if you showed your love with a review. And check out my YouTube channel where you can find the video version of this podcast. You can also head to BethAWeinstein.com to learn more about me and grab my free business growth trainings. Remember, you carry your own unique medicine and your medicine is what we need for these times.